0: It's time to feel the power Love me little contact with Hurricane Hotline.
2: You think football is fun? Uh, yes.
0: Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth.
2: Thank
3: you very much, and a pleasant good evening, everyone. We are live from Buffalo Wild Wings for yet another edition of Hurricane Hotline. Hope everyone is having a great week for the Hurricanes. Another kind of strange weekend as we had a couple of postponements of the game, but we ended up playing it Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, and it was a little warm. But, boy, the Hurricanes, uh, they certainly played tremendous, getting the road district win 55-17 55 to 17 over Palm Harbor and the game was in doubt for about five minutes to be honest with you uh, Palm Harbor took the opening drive and they were inside the 10-yard line when Sir Williams picked off the quarterback and from then on it was all manatee Hurricanes first offensive play was an 80yard touchdown from A.J. Cola Giovanni to his favorites receiver Tariq Milton and then the defense took over and uh, played well throughout the game and Manatee went into the halftime with a very very comfortable lead and uh, it was really just uh, all hurricanes. We have James Booth offensive coordinator here tonight John Booth the head coach will be along shortly but uh, getting a Tuesday long practice in and James, that's kind of status quo, isn't it? You like to have your, uh, you know, kind of your, your toughest practice or your longest practice on Tuesday?
4: Yeah, uh, Monday usually is the the install day, of, uh, you know, kind of what the fronts are, what they're going to be, what we're planning on seeing, some blitzes. Uh, Tuesday we, we try to get a lot more of the workload in and, and try to run through the game plan, and, and uh, it's usually it's usually the longer day with that as far as practice. And really the last full day that we get to tackle and really bring to the ground and do all that kind of stuff
3: welcome by the way yeah. <laughs> good to be here um listen uh w- what an explosion by the offense you're the play caller so a lot of the credit goes to you because man i mean we came out we saw that uh they were trying to take the run away early mm-hmm. and we threw the ball and threw it very successfully aj had a great day over 300 yards yeah and uh, wow, the very first play we were just talking about it, 80 yards. That's wh- that's way you like to start. Yeah, right? and it was
4: it was, it was uh, funny how they they kind of lined up. We we saw early that they, they wanted to take the run away, and that's what we tell our backs that we have a guy that can throw the ball, and we got two capable backs that can get it done. And you got to pick your poison on what you want to try to stop. And and uh, we were able to see Tariq, our our top receiver, with one on one coverage off man, and and. Uh, a five-yard pass turned into an 80-yard touchdown.
3: Yeah, I'm sure you were as shocked as anyone that there was no safety help there. As <laughs> I looked down, I'm like, okay, where's the free safety? And he was floating to the near side of the field, yeah. to the press box side. Right. Far side for you guys. Mm-hmm. And um, lo and behold, uh, Tariq beat the corner. And, that was and, he, and out
4: of his back pedal, he slipped. Yeah. So you, you've got a power five kid with a, a ball in his hand, and you're on the ground. It's not a, not a good combination.
3: No. Uh, John, welcome. Thank you. Um, we were just talking about uh, – what a huge turnaround it was early as we got sir williams with the pick in the end zone taking away all the momentum from palm harbor absolutely and then very first play 80 yard touchdown well
5: yeah and 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 what a what a great play by sir um you know if if he doesn't make that play that was a a really nice drive that palm harbor put together and uh we got some uh Got some third downs that they converted, and, and uh, we didn't play particularly well on those third early third downs, and, and Sir just made a fantastic – and really just a great catch. And, uh, you know, it uh, kind of got spun around there in the end zone, but really kind of turned it for us, and, and then certainly Tariq's touchdown really kind of shifted things in, into our favor.
3: Yeah, that's just got to really take the wind out of your sail when you're a Palm Harbor team that knows that they don't want to get into a hole, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden – they're in a hole. <laughs> and they're yeah. in a big hole.
5: Yeah, and and you know, and you saw too with with what they were doing, uh, you know, in their kicking game. They're trying to trying to steal possessions that way, and and uh, you know, certainly not trying to get down uh, early as as you're mentioning. But uh, just to, to to our kids' credit, and, and certainly, sir, uh, kind of sparking us there and and uh, defensively getting a, night, a turnover early. That was big for us.
3: Now, as the game moved along, you certainly had your share of big plays. James on offense and we'll we'll talk about a lot of those big plays but first and foremost I want to talk about the hook and ladder because (laughs) that was what everybody's talking about around town. and unfortunately the game wasn't streamed because we had to move it and everything to a Saturday so they could only hear our description but if you're here tonight that's why we told everybody you need to get here tonight because we'll rewind it we'll show it over and over if people want to see it but I, I've got to ask you something. If, in fact, Tariq sees let, – let's say that uh, he – all of a sudden, out of the corner of his eye, he's not there. And so he's he tips it, but it just goes wherever, okay? He, he just misses Fordham. Is that an incomplete pass or is that a fumble? Because I'm – I think it's discretion.
4: Discretion yeah. of the ump. If what did he, you think? I, I mean – if at that point, he kind of caught it and, and flicked it real quick. He didn't really secure it, so I yeah. thought it'd probably been an incomplete pass. But
3: in the stats, it counts as a catch. It's a yeah. catch,
4: and then yeah. it's a lateral run for for Keon. So uh,
3: that was intriguing to me because he did yeah. it yeah. so quick.
4: Everybody was asking who gets the AJ's asking if it's a touchdown pass, and and <laughs> all everybody's trying to figure out their stats on that. So, but you know, it, it was great because we we put it in. Uh, really, we just tried it in practice during uh, I think our Saturday practice. Uh, going into palmetto yeah. and uh it worked on the defense and then we did it again for one of our team periods of like two minute offense and uh we scored on the first play again and i said "Well, phew, let's just try it and see if it works and uh they we actually had again one-on-one coverage off man against Tariq and so we knew that the linebacker was going to have to go out with keon and he just got lost
3: and obviously if in fact Tariq sees that keon's not there he just secures he the ball the catch and yeah. it's a and it's a nice gain anyway right but I, I'm telling you, that was just perfection.
5: I mean, I'm not sure how you could run it any better.
4: Than it, was <laughs> it looked really, it looked well, really good. And
5: it was, it was. What's funny about that is, is Tariq. That was the first time I've actually have seen Tariq run it that way. Most of the time, he's catching, the, kind of securing the catch, and then, and then it turns yeah, into a, a yeah. lateral. Um, I, I think the timing of it, where Keon was at, and and I mean, it, it certainly helps to have tremendous athletes with Tariq and Keon running that. Um, you know be able to do a touch pass Man, That's something you'd see kind of on a give and go in the nba or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. um, just really well executed uh, on Tariq's part and uh, and it, you know and then of course keon being in the right spot at the right time but to have the sense to do that yeah
3: that that's what's <laughs> amazing to yeah. me yeah just in basketball you call it court awareness
5: yeah
3: uh, obviously it's field awareness right. in football right. you just don't see it that much and let let alone at the high, at school, the high level. school level you yep. know what it reminded me of the good old Boise State days. Oh yeah, with Chris Peterson, who's now racking up the yards at Washington.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: But that's what it reminded me of. Um, so that was uh, that was just a huge play. And then at the end of the half, we get the ball. Some kind of questionable clock management, I guess, by Palm Harbor. But yeah. you know, whatever. We got the ball back, and we had great field position, thirty-five mm-hmm. yard line, and we throw it into the end zone the only play there mm-hmm. right but you use your 6-3 receiver right. James and that kid could just go up man Chain Hooks
4: and you know I know the basketball coach is excited about him for what he can do and obviously and and uh we said AJ just get out of the pockets buy some time we we're debating on whether to roll and AJ said no nah, I don't need to don't need to roll I'll just I'll just buy some time and he did he got outside of the pocket which is really the first time that they allowed it the whole time everybody they're always stringing everything wide to keep everything in and and uh, that one play, they didn't. And A.J. got out, had enough time, threw it high, and let him go up and get it.
3: It was reminiscent, of course, of the Georgia-Tennessee game and the fact that the ball was so well thrown. Mm-hmm. And it really, I don't really even call it a Hail Mary because it was just a beautiful play. Mm-hmm. It wasn't tipped or anything. Right. Hooks just went up and grabbed it, John.
5: Really, yeah. And, and uh, our kids are kind of trained now. Um, you know, when they're running those nine routes to kind of get on landmarks, and it really just left, you know, the position where Shane was at. It left him kind of one-on-one with the corner. Um, you know, the but the, the funny thing is we were talking about that some of our coaching staff today after practice, and we were saying, you know, you with .9 seconds, you, you kind of know that that play is coming. Sure. Um, I, I, it's it's surprising, I think, every time you watch that, you see a Hail Mary or a long, deep throw uh, get completed in the end zone as time expires. It, it just – you know, you kind of scratch your head on how you let something like that happen, but fortunately for us, it, we were on the <laughs> the well, good side of that. <laughs> yeah,
3: and we just saw it happen with with big time college football right. last mm-hmm. week with Georgia-Tennessee a week ago Saturday, yep. and everybody in the stadium knew it was coming. Right, but the quarterback Dobbs threw a beautiful pass, yep. and the fact of the matter is, the receiver just jumped up higher and yeah, got it, and got the football. He Trent. just he just wanted the football. Now, does it beg to? You know the fact that you need to have you know maybe a six to six two foot six foot two inch corner out there, <laughs> but yeah. you just don't have that yeah. many six foot yeah, two corners. Corner. If so, you had one of those, you know now put one out. now to me you, you got to put your, your your free safety your your mm-hmm. strong, anybody that's you know got the yeah get yep. them back yep. there. But right. you know it's just one of those things, and if you execute it, you do have a chance. Yep. Now you see you've seen a lot over the years where the ball's tipped funny eight different times, and then somebody comes down right. with it. But the last two we've seen, the one with Georgia and the one with us, just a great play.
4: And and really, we paused it watching the film. Uh, Shane just got his foot in on the back line. I mean, it was very, very close, and luckily the ref saw it correctly. And, uh, you know, it was was either going out of bounds or Shane was going to get it. So it, it ended up being a great play for us.
3: And let's not forget that Hooks had a great play in that first half before mm-hmm. that play.
4: Yeah. 54-yard 50, 50, dig, that
5: catch and run that he had. Yeah. He's, he's emerging. He's doing a great job. We were just commenting that today at practice on we were running some routes on air from one of our drills that we do each and every day. And, um, you know, he's uh, he's really, to, as, you, as you put it, he's really emerging, practicing really well. Um, we haven't uh, really in the first three years here haven't run the dig route particularly well haven't really thrown it very well either um and shane that seems to be his best route that he runs and and catches but he does a nice job of Are you looking to get a great price on a new Buick, GMC, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used car you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. And I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandpa started our dealership over 50 years ago, we have been proud to be part of this
6: community. So for your family's next...
5: You know, put some muscle mass on. Uh, he's about 170 pounds, so he's he's pretty thin, um, and uh, and develop a little bit more in his speed. He's not slow. I think that's the you kind of look at him and tall guys have that long stride, right. you know. But he's deceptively fast, and he's got uh, he's got a real knack to make guys miss. And so I think if we can get some size on him, he could be a very interesting prospect. But as yeah. this past spring and spring recruiting, um, he definitely caught the eye of a lot of schools that came out
3: so he'll have a you know he'll have a decision but yep. it'll be a, a good decision right. To make. right i mean you talk about guys who you know they're not the fastest guy in the world but they make guys miss they're tall they're strong you think of a guy like michael irvin who yeah. you know is a hall of famer well you
5: look at you know like an anquan bolden uh, i think he ran a 4-8 at the combine and uh, but what made him so good was he was just as fast moving laterally as he was you know on his, on his vertical stems and and uh a strong physical guy and and, uh, was able to make guys miss and so um, you know I I think if if Shane continues to progress and like I said maybe adds a little bit uh, muscle mass onto him he could be a a really good prospect for us
3: well certainly it will give us uh, an added dimension as we move throughout this year and then coming back next year right Um, man because you're right you're right uh, because we don't really run with a tight end so well, and
5: our hope, you know, as we were kind of moving through spring, our hope for Shane was to be that that dimension in the red zone for us. Um, I, I want to say he's he's caught maybe four or five fade routes for us, yeah, he, um, yeah. you know, some jump balls in the end zone. And, uh, you know, he's, he's doing a nice job with that.
3: All right, we're going to take our first time out. When we come back, we'll have our players of the game tonight and much, much more. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll be back with more right after this
5: are you looking to get a great price on a new buick gmc or subaru conley and bradenton need a reliable used car you can afford conley and bradenton what about great financing expert service and a reputation that's second to none yep you guessed it conley and bradenton hi i'm alan conley and i'm chris conley From the time our grandpa started our dealership over 50 years ago, we have been proud to be part of this community. So for your family's next vehicle, come see our family, Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru, 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC, where we treat you
1: like family.
7: First Manatee Bank is now a proud sponsor of Manatee
5: Hurricane Football. Isn't it time for a better banking system? First Manatee Bank is a true hometown community bank, and that's hard to find these days. First Manatee Bank has a staff with a long history of service in our community. Whether it's personal or business, First Manatee will take care of all your banking needs. With locations in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Parish, there's a First Manatee branch close to you or bank online at firstmanatee.com.
1: As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine, as a top Florida attorney, and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located in downtown Bradenton at 701 Manatee Avenue West. Call
6: 748-2104. That's 748-2104. Or log on to mulocklaw.com. Forget the hard sell. Find the right mattress at Sleep King of Sarasota. Here's Sleep King owner Stephen Profit.
1: Well, we have really great salespeople that really pay attention to the customer and their needs. Instead of pushing them around to get into a higher sale or more expensive bed, we go with what they really need. And after the sale, if they were to have any issues as in warranty or comfort problems, we would be there to take care of them on the spot.
6: Visit Stephen and the team at Sleep King of Sarasota today. A block south of B Ridge off 41. Online at sleepking.net. AM 930. Stress saver. Traffic report.
7: Good evening. 75 northbound. A little slow still between State Road 70 and the Manatee River Bridge on the southbound side. Moving well through Sarasota and Manatee counties. This update brought to you by BeATrooper.com. No problems on the DeSoto Bridge, Business 41 or the Skyway, 301 and 41 in good shape between Bradenton and Sarasota, State Road 64, State Road 70, University Parkway, Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's all looking good. And in the Venice area, things are moving well. If you believe you have what it takes to become one of Florida's finest and you're up to the challenge of becoming a member of the Florida Highway Patrol, apply today at BeATrooper.com or call 850-617-2315. Dave Kashi, AM 930, the answer. Allen will take
3: it and leads it for the touchdown.
0: Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, hosted by Dave Bresto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, Here's Dave Bristow and Coach John Booth.
3: All right, welcome back, everyone, to Hurricane Hotline. We are live at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'll tell you what, if you're out driving around and you haven't had dinner, well, veer off this way because half-price wings on Tuesday evening. And if you've got a – you know, if you're looking for a place to watch football over the weekend, of course, uh, college on Saturday, NFL on Sunday, you got to hit this place. We were here after our game on Saturday, and we just had we had everything going on. Man, we had the end of the Notre Dame NC State game played in a torrential downpour here, and then you got the beginning of the uh, the big Tennessee game with Texas A&M and it was just great it's just great place to watch football because there's so many big screens right now we've got baseball going on live baseball of course the Dodgers taking on Washington and right now I believe the Dodgers yeah they're up 3-2 and that game is in the third inning bases loaded though for the Dodgers, so they could be adding on to their lead. If you went to bed early last night and you're a Cub fan, too bad. Uh, The Cubbies lost, and they now have to win uh, just one more game, though. So I would think they're still probably favored to move on. But if the Giants can win tonight, and if I sound like I'm a kind of a Giant fan, I am just because I'm a Cardinal fan I don't like the Cubs. So if that makes any sense. Um, Anyway, let's get back to high school football. We had – very very strange column that i want to mention it was in the sarasota herald tribune and it was written by one of their columnists and basically it's a column about how we should change our nickname at manatee high school because we're the hurricanes and that's offensive because hurricanes cause destruction yeah, it's the craziest column. I think I, I just was scratching my head at the end of it. Um, I actually was going to have the the guy who wrote it maybe call in, but I thought, no, nah, I'm not going to do that, you know, because it's just nuts. It's it's a crazy column. And I'll end up offending the guy and this, that, and the other. So, <laughs> you know, wh- why do that? Um, but I, nobody apparently has read it because nobody's talking about it. I've You know, I've asked a few people, hey, did you see that? No, I didn't see anything. There's no comments on it. So apparently everybody just – kind of were scratching their head like I was or they absolutely just blown ignored over it. it yeah 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 so anyway um if you want to scratch your head go ahead and, and take a look at it but hmm. uh maybe it's better just to not even click it you know <laughs> maybe that's why maybe just trying to stir something up I don't know but boy aren't there other things to write about yeah you would think you going think on so. in this hmm. area in this country and, but I guess not so according to that columnist yeah now, let's move on to our players of the game. Sir Williams, Tariq Milton, and Tariq couldn't make it tonight, so standing in for Tariq is A.J. Cole Giovanni. Who could have easily been player of the game? And that was what we, yeah, we yeah. talked
5: about as an offensive staff, and, and either one could have, have, have been it. And we had A.J. here last week, so we said let's let's give it to Tariq this week and couldn't make it, but A.J. certainly deserved him to be here as well.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like the Oscars when somebody's standing in for somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that'll be A.J. tonight. But let's uh, let's hear that interception by Sir Williams because this really was a turning point very, very mm-hmm. early in the game, Sir's pick in the end zone. Here we go bouton out of the shotgun takes the snap he's rolling to his right looking looking fires into in the end zone and isn't picked off i believe it is it's an interception for the canes in the end zone and that was sir williams getting the pick and gene is with sir right now
2: all right thank you dave uh i did uh want to mention that before the game i had a little talk with sir that he might need to step up for a big play during the game and uh Came out right away in that Mm -hmm. first drive. So, you know, any congratulations to me would be okay, too. No, No, but, sir, it's been an exciting year so far. Had a couple opportunities early on maybe to get some picks that didn't go our way. But in that game, uh, with momentum in the Palm Harbor Harbor Hurricanes, there was uh, coming down to score. And, I mean, you never know. They score first. I don't know that it changes the outcome of the game, but it did – change the momentum for us so what were you thinking when you got that interception
3: well the, actually the play before when it was like fourth down and i don't know like 13. i mean they caught the ball on me he, he made me miss and i got shook out of bounds and the next <laughs> slide lined up like i got to make a play right here and i did
5: and he
4: just helped us out
2: um, you've done a great job this year kind of being the the senior leader even though you're only a junior now but um, tell us how this defense after going up to alabama Coming back, having a close game with Palmetto, and then losing to Venice, getting into the district and kind of getting things rolling. What's the uh, the feel for the defense getting better each week?
5: Honestly, I just
3: feel like we're coming together as a defense. I mean, they were young. We made adjustments, and I just feel like each week we're getting better as a team, as a whole unit.
2: Well, congratulations, and keep up the work, and hopefully uh, a little bit nicked, but everything will be okay for Friday night? Yes, sir. Thank you.
3: Hey, sir, I like your hat. Yeah, (laughs) that hat rocks right there. Um, We need to get that on the website and sell some of those. Hey, um, first play from scrimmage, 80-yard touchdown pass, A.J. to Milton. And here's what it sounded like on the radio. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. He wants Milton early. He has Milton at the 30. Look at Milton to the 40, Milton to the 50, Milton to the 40, Milton to the 30, to the 20, to the 10. It's a touchdown. (laughs) Tariq Milton from 80 yards. Yeah, that's the way to start a game, G.
2: Yes, it is. Thank you, Dave. Uh, AJ, coming out, you know, obviously being a little bit different from not practicing on Friday and you know, again, we had a, a weird week again coming out on Saturday morning. Um, what was the feel of the team when we came out? It seemed a little bit like, yeah, we wanted to be there, but it was so different.
8: It was almost like Pop Warner back in the days where you were waking up early, going down to the field and uh, hanging out with everybody. But, you know, it was it was we were focused. Uh, we, we took the weekend and we uh, focused up together, and uh, we were ready to play.
2: Yeah, and like you say, like Pop Warner, that's a fun first play on Pop Warner. Uh, One for one,
8: 80 yards, you know, you should have quit right then, huh? (laughs) Yeah, you know, Tariq, you get the ball in his hands, he's going to make plays, and he's going to make big ones.
2: Yeah, it seemed like uh, opportunities were there, different ways, running and and passing, but had over 300 yards passing, and how are you feeling, everything healthy-wise?
8: Yeah, yes, sir, you know, just timing every day with uh, routes on air, and just getting with the backs, and just uh, putting everything, and perfecting it, and I think it's showing on Friday.
2: All right, well, uh, keep up the good work and great job so far.
8: Thank
3: you. I've got a question. Is that okay? All right. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, What were you thinking when you knew what the play was, but you fired out to Tariq, and he makes this unbelievable tip catch, flips it right to. So walk us through as Fordham (laughs) grabs it and goes into the end zone. What were you thinking there?
8: All right, so it's single. We're going backside to uh, Tariq. We throw it out to him, and uh, Keon runs like a little wheel route almost, and he just flips it really quick, and it's a it's a sure play. Not many teams are going to be able to stop that if they're not looking for it.
3: Were, were you amazed how quick Tariq got it out of his hands?
8: Yeah, it was pretty quick. You know, he's an athlete. He's played a bunch of sports. He knows what he's doing.
3: Yeah, that was, uh, that was phenomenal. Yeah,
8: and the timing on that, I was standing right in front of it. I could see it
2: setting up pretty good, but the timing was perfect as far as coming through, and... Um, do we work on that a lot in practice?
8: Yeah, we've worked on it a couple times, and it's been successful, so we decided to use it.
2: So, any other plays you want to tell Coach Booths up there that you want to call?
8: No, I won't do that on the radio show because I don't want anybody finding it out. It's every day. It's all right. It's every well, day. Mr. Gallo always does.
2: Thank you.
3: Yeah, that uh, it's a it's a good way to go into the locker room. You had a ton of momentum, guys, and you go in there, you know, you're going to have the dreaded running clock but i guess this is one game where i kind of didn't mind the running <laughs> clock because it was so hot yeah. and, and i knew that um you know it, it, the team looked a little bit more tired than they normally would be which yep. of course that's got to be the case right yeah, we actually <laughs> we
5: had uh <clears throat> one of our our players brendan dossey had uh, some dehydration um yesterday and didn't and know having to go to the hospital and and uh that was during school and so i was still having the effects from saturday's game and not not replenishing the um you know and get back hydrated but uh yeah it was, it was hot and um you know we our our, our training staff and, and uh, chris peters did a great job keeping our guys cool and, and hydrated as best we could but uh certainly just a different different environment than we're used to playing you know at, at night uh obviously cooler and and um, Um, not necessarily as human either. So
3: So I want to just mention uh, A.J.'s official statistics for the game, 14 for 22, 309 yards, 64% completion rate, and a quarterback rating of 147. And I think the thing is, I mean, I went back and watched it, and he played outstanding. But there's room for improvement still, and yep. that's what's so exciting about it.
5: Yeah, there's certainly room to grow. Uh, you know, it's it's. I, I always like to, to kind of look back and compare where we are now to where we were last year, and and uh, it's interesting. AJ is is almost dead on statistically at this point than we were last year uh we're throwing for a few more yards at this point than we did last year he's thrown for more touchdowns completion percentage could be up a little bit we're down a couple percents than we were at this point last year but uh playing really well really well but uh as you said you know there's still room to grow and uh, uh that's what i love about aj working with him is uh as he sees that um, and he's so coachable, and he wants to get better, and so he's been working hard. And, and uh, uh, you don't you don't see that you know that senioritis in, in him at all. And uh, he's he's still growing and still working hard.
3: I guess what it is, James, is you get so spoiled watching our offense at times that I expect okay we're going to score every time. And then we had two drives where okay we bogged down a little bit, but the positive is you jumped right back in it.
4: Yeah, and we try to pride ourselves in scoring every time. That's what we try to tell the kids. And and you know, unfortunately, we put ourselves in a tough situation on one drive. We had a holding penalty. Yeah. Uh, you know, looking back at the the film, you know, we we are probably one of the better blocking teams out on the perimeter. We spend a lot of time in that. Our receivers are aggressive, and sometimes they get they'll get a flag on that. And you know, it's tough to, to come back from a first and twenty. Um, and then other than that, we had a, a, a drop ball on third down and outside of that we you know we are we pretty efficient
3: now what do you sometimes we'll we'll go deuces to either side sometimes we'll have milton isolated on one side three mm-hmm. receivers to the other side talk about those formations and what goes through your mind and setting up those formations
4: if we can have uh one-on-one we're taking that every time i mean if we're putting our best Route runner, our best receiver on the single side, and and if, if he's one on one, we're taking that every single time. That's one of our coaching points to every quarterback on every level. We're taking that. He'll have a hundred thousand catches if that's the case. And and as far as the run game, if if we've got the numbers out to uh, to our trip side and the three by one, uh, then we'll take advantage of that as well. But a lot of teams like to overload. They put the strength of the line to the to the trip side. They bring a safety over to the trip side, and and uh, fortunate for Tariq, they leave him one-on-one a lot of times
3: and it's not like okay we can just float somebody over and help Tariq if they think they have a good enough corner which you know let's face it probably 90 percent of the teams don't but if you do float somebody then somebody else is left over and and
4: we've got good enough receivers I mean I say good enough I mean they're very capable receivers I mean uh, Jalen Robinson's a freshman who's come on big made a couple big catches and uh, we already talked about Shane stepping up and making big catches across the middle, and and the, the good thing about that is they they're all competitive. They all want the success, and they always break down on be great. And, and I think they really strive to do that.
3: Yeah, John, I thought uh, Jaden maybe got in on that uh, little. Watching the film, it,
4: yeah, watching the
5: film, it lo- it did look like that he he got in. Um, is one of those one of those calls? Half his body's in in the end zone, half his body's out of the end zone. It looked like it'd be a judgment call it's it just short but uh um i mean he, he's just a, a tremendous player he, he's catching the ball well he's a really good route runner um but uh but he's so competitive he wants to be he wants to be great he doesn't come in with a freshman mentality where he wants to kind of stand in the back and see and watch and observe i mean he's he's in the front he's kind of leading the charge and um, he's just doing a tremendous job for us.
3: Now, is that a design play or is that a check down to J That was a
4: design middle screen for him, which has been very um, effective when we've run it this year. Right, and, and it's a, it's a easy easy throw and catch for for those guys, and it gets uh, gets the ball in his hands. And he's he's very dynamic running the ball, uh, and uh, he he's got great vision at such a young age, and he's strong, and he's a tough runner. So many weapons on offense. Yes. Yeah, I mean and we we got Polak out yeah. there that's that's stepping up really well and, and uh you know I'm I'm just excited with what we've got out on the perimeter. And then you throwing our two backs. It's we're tough to we're tough to stop.
3: And John talk about the offensive line. I thought they blocked really well. Yeah, I, I really
5: do. They, uh, they they played well. Um, you know, we, we we ended up having um, Colton Deeser, our center out the first half. Uh, just with some discipline issues and so uh, we moved George Lardis in at center and Zach Reeves at right guard and um, you know you really didn't really skip a beat I thought they played well pass protected um, outside of the one sack we, we had pass pro, pre, pass pro was really good um, but uh, you know ran the ball extremely well uh, provided run lanes for, for those guys and, and uh, Keon I think had six carries for 75 yeah. yards and um, you know, it's just, just running well. But, yeah, all in all, I thought they, they did well. And, you know, we threw 20, uh, 22 times and and uh, really had the only time we, we really had pressure was, was on the sack, and we got beat inside. But, you know, when you can drop back 22 times and, and uh, only one of those plays, you have pressure. That's, that's a pretty good job by the O-line.
3: Yeah, we carried the ball 19 times for 120 yards and 429 yards of total offense, of course, those numbers are skewed lower because of the running clock. Right. And you just don't get, what, two offense, three offensive possessions? I don't know in the second half. We didn't have very many. I, know I, think, I think we
4: had two. We had one to come out with, and then uh, after that was the running clock, and then we put our uh, other guys in, and they only had one series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three plays. It's it's get, just we too bad. To it's it's, you know, it's a good I thing think. we were able to get our uh, freshman kicker in, and yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he put it through, and I think he made a tackle on the – on the kickoff yeah, after
3: that. Yeah, is he kicking JV or freshman?
4: JV. Okay.
5: Yeah, he, he had actually done both. He, he was playing freshman to start the year, kicking for them, and, and uh, was also playing receiver for him. Pretty good athlete. Left footed um, kicker, too. Left footed. Uh, but we we're, you know, he's just, just got tremendous, gets the ball up so fast, and uh, he's got, got some pretty good strength there, too. So we're, we're excited about him. He kicked uh, the last couple weeks in, on JV, and uh, their game was canceled this past week because of weather and so we, we suited up um probably 10 of our jv guys to get them some experience and a couple got in on that series uh, and then axel kicked uh, kicked the field goal made it and then had the the next kickoff as well
3: and what's axel's last name Leprovo. leprevaux okay and we got our freshman quarterback in for yep. a few stands yep. so ryan Overstreet. yep and um, he handed it off well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, had A nice option pitch. Probably a little nervous out there, yeah. I would think, as, yeah. as all the JV right. kids who got a chance to play. But they, they handled themselves warm. well,
5: and we wanted to give them, um, you know, just just the experience of, you know, just the, the, the pregame warm-ups, the routine, the travel, all those kinds of things.
3: All right, we're going to take our final timeout, out. When we come back, we're going to start talking about the Riverview Rams. It's senior night, huge district yep. game against Riverview. They come in 4-1. and one. So, this is just a big, big game Friday night at Joe Cadan Field at Hawkins Stadium. We'll be back at Buffalo Wild Wings right after this. You're listening to Hurricane Hotline.
0: Well, as any business knows, you don't want to be a little fish. It's, it's dangerous. You can't do it all. I was a little fish, and then Tryon Solutions, in Troy solved my HR, payroll, taxes, workers' compensation, employee benefits, and kept me government compliant, all the things that were taking my time and holding me back from being a big fish. Tryon didn't sell me a package. They partnered with my business so I could focus on what I do best. Don't be a little fish. Tryon works for me tryonworks.com.
6: You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. The same great people who bring you this nifty radio station am 930 stress saver traffic report
7: good evening 75 or about seeing some minor delays between state road 70 and the manatee river bridge this update brought to you by sweet tomatoes restaurants more than 25 locations in florida no problems on the desoto bridge on the business 41 or the skyway Tamiami Trail northbound, a little heavy in the Palmetto area between 10th Street East and 17th. No problems on State Road 64, 70, University Parkway, Fruitvale, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's all looking good. How fresh is Sweet Tomatoes produce? Let's just say within 24 hours of being in the ground, it's out of refrigerated truck on its way to the restaurant. Sweet Tomatoes food, fresh from the farm to your fork. Dave Kashi, AM 930, The Answer. <laughs> Welcome back to
0: Hurricane Hotline hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricane's head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Presto and coach John Booth.
3: Thank you very much and we are back at Hurricane Hotline. I want to remind everyone, if you're out there, you need to get over here for Tuesday night, Half Price Wings. Best wings in town You've got Major League Baseball going on. The Dodgers up now 4-2 over Washington. Washington leads that series 2-1. It's a best of five. So the Dodgers trying to force that deciding game five. The Cubbies and Giants will go at it later tonight. With the Cubs leading that series 2-1, Giants win tonight. We'll force that series to a game five at Wrigley. And they'll take a travel day tomorrow if, in fact, the Giants win tonight. So it's the Riverview Rams, a, a Ram team guys. It's uh, 4 and 1 and all the talk was that uh, yeah, this is a, a much improved team and I think they are. They did get beat by Palm Harbor. Palm Harbor. Mm-hmm. Palm Harbor. So what coach Johnson said in the paper was interesting. Uh, now we got to go play Manatee. Did you see what they just did to you know the team that beat oh, us yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's got to go through your mind a little bit if you're preparing for manatee but they're going to come in here fired up with a chance uh, still to win the district yep. uh it would just throw the district into uh complete turmoil if in fact uh riverview would come in and pull off the upset john so yep. you got to be ready to go and it's a traditional game too yeah you know, that's the thing if, you played yep. against Riverview. Yep. I mean, it's always been a huge game.
5: Yep, and it's going to be a physical game, and, and, and that's kind of what they've been priding themselves on this, this year is, is the size of their offensive line and, and their ability to run the football. And and, uh, and really, I mean, even against Palm Harbor, they, they ran the ball really effectively. Um, and so, you know, right now everybody's kind of fighting to stay alive, just talking with Coach Kroom, uh, the head coach at Palm Harbor, uh, after the game. Uh, what he's telling his guys is, you know, we've got to hope that you guys beat riverview and we can beat steinbrenner and then now we're fighting for a a, a three-way tie in in the district and so everybody's kind of still fighting for their life so to speak and so um we know that we're going to get everybody's best shot and uh so we've got to we've got to be prepared each week
3: well it could very well end up with like four teams with two losses right and that would be a a weird how that goes that that they i guess would have to do i mean and that would be Newsom, Riverview, Palm Harbor, and Steinbrenner. Right. All with two losses because if you just look at the rest of the season and project it out, there's a decent chance that would happen. Right. And it could. But yep. first things first, we just have to take care of business. Right. And knock off. Well,
5: Riverview. yeah. And we're we're in the driver's seat of where we want to be, and uh, that's what we've stressed to our kids: is is we've got to we've got to take one game at a time. And it's cliche, but it's the truth. And we've got to you know each each district game with as big as our district is. You know, we just you, every week's a playoff game. And, uh, and and this is no more important now than it was three weeks ago against Alonzo. And so um, our guys have, have to be ready, and we've got to be prepared. And, and we're going to get everybody's best shot right now because they're all fighting to get into the playoffs.
3: And it's a very special Friday night, Joe mm-hmm. Cadanfield at Hawkins
5: Stadium. It's yep. senior night. Yep, yeah. And, uh, you know, we talked about that on Monday and just, just really, you know, wanted to, to – uh, thank our seniors and 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 tell them how much we appreciate them for what they've done it's it's kind of weird to to do senior night you know this early in the season we still have a few few games left but the last three will be on the road but um you know it's uh your seniors are what make up your your team and and we've got a good group of seniors and, and guys that uh not only contribute but just just good just good people and, and good for the program and have done a nice job and and uh, some some have played varsity for three years, some two years, some just one year and uh, but all are important, and all are special to our program and we're we're real appreciative for them.
3: And James, uh, topping it off for you, of course, uh, AJ and Tariq. Uh, yeah. Wow, what a dynamic duo they've been.
4: Yeah, you know, we were we were really excited uh, this year for for what AJ could do and he had a little setback going into the season and and uh, thankfully that's. Healed up, and and uh, with him and Tariq, we knew going really into the spring that they could be a dynamic duo, and and I think that they've really taken off this year. And and uh, AJ's been blessed with great receivers I mean, for his career, and and to his credit, you know he made them look good too, and and he's delivered great balls. He's definitely going to be a kid that we're going to miss uh after this season and uh you know he's he's, he's a coach on the field he, he knows our offense what we want to do you know we're sitting on the sideline saying he's got to come down here to treat and he does I mean he knows where to go what to do and you don't when he does something outrageous in a negative way you're like it, it shocks you because he doesn't do that he, he's careful with the football and and then you have a guy like Tariq who's just dynamic and and you don't get power five kids Uh, out at receiver every year so for for him to be there and and those two guys and what they've done for uh, for us uh, the last couple years uh, they're truly going to be missed.
3: Now what have you seen from the Riverview defense that you say okay I think we should be able to do this I think we should be able to do this does it look like they are going to come in and play the run play the pass can you even tell at this point?
4: Uh, I think well they're going to probably try to man us up they did that we're, we're looking at last year's film as well and, and they they played a little cover one t- pressing us a little bit even with tariq uh, as a single they pressed them and and uh, so I'm, I'm kind of expecting that we're uh, Lorenz I think had around 200 yards rushing that game if I'm not mistaken so I think we'll be able to get some run game going uh, but we've we've got some pass games set up that I think is going to open up on, on our trip side that, that could be pretty good. Uh, and hopefully guys will come up and make some plays.
3: Now, they do have, a, like you said, John, a pretty good uh, running game led by Boyce. He's he's a good
7: running back. Yeah, he
5: is. He's kind of a thick, stout kid, Um, not overly tall, but uh, kind of a bowling ball running down through there. But he's a physical runner, doesn't go down, um, oftentimes doesn't go down off the first defender. And uh, so we've got to do a good job of rallying to the tackle and, and making sure that we wrap up well and, Um, but uh yeah they definitely and what i i think what's probably changed a little bit over over the years is is um their uh their desire to get out on the perimeter you see a lot of option with them um over the last few weeks that we've seen on film and um they they really try to stretch the perimeter with him and outside traps and get things going out there and so um you know coach smithers is our offensive coordinator and he's a, a spread guy and and uh Pretty similar style of offense um, with what they do within the pass game and 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 in the run game.
3: Right, let me uh, ask you this because we we've talked about it up in the uh, the press box. We have a, a little string now of uh, where we have running clocks against district opponents. Mm-hmm. It's like ten games and and you know and I know you don't go into a game thinking you're gonna have a running clock, but the fact of the matter is we've had several in a row mm-hmm. now and how does that affect you? Do you? I mean you're just you're not able to play really a full football game but there's not really much you can do about it though, you know. How do you I, I don't know. Yeah. I, well,
5: <laughs> it's 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 taking advantage of the opportunities that you do have. I mean, we you know, we 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 kind of say kind of our mantra that we talk about uh really on both sides of the ball, it doesn't really matter what the scoreboard is. Your job is, as an offense is to score every single time that you have the ball. That's our objective. And so, um you know, and defensively, it's just keep them out of the end zone. And so we, you know, we, we try to we try to play with that internal scoreboard. That am I doing my job? Am I executing? Uh, regardless of the score, because I think you know it's it's kind of natural um, and, and maybe just our, to to kind of get a little lax, kind of get a little careless. Right? We're winning, you know, forty five right. by forty five points or whatever. So I don't need to, you know. And and I think our staff does a really good job on both sides of the ball of holding the kids accountable to I don't care what the score is we're going to still execute at at a high level and so um, we've we've done a pretty good job of that um, and uh, and trying to do that all in the first half and uh, and and coming out in the second half really making that a point uh, a priority for us I mean is it concerning at all that
3: you're not able to play four quarters and well, then you get to a point where all of a sudden you're now forced gotta, to play for it. Now cars. we got to play yeah. in it. Yeah,
5: it, you know that is that but is something that's a concern. You yeah, you yeah. can't really do anything about that. I think you know that's why you, you challenge yourself as much as you can um, in your non district opponents. And, and uh, we certainly um, had four quarter games, sure. you right. know, in those, those first first games. And so um, you know we've we've had our fair share of it. Um, you know we're we're at a point now where it's district play, and, and we're executing well, and and. Uh, you know, that's really all that we can ask from our kids.
3: Now, as we close out here, James, I know that um, if you look at your running back situation, which we haven't talked a lot about, Mm -hmm. you've got Booker, you've got Keon Fordham. As you go forward, how are you going to try to get those two involved as much as possible?
4: Uh, There's really no rhyme or reason why we're, how we rotate. It's kind of are you tired or are you not uh, I mean they both bring different dynamics Josh is a tough runner Keon's so explosive um, and it depends on the situation we brought Josh in for some pass protection stuff that we knew we were gonna yeah, do and that, yeah. and so it just kind of depends on that uh, the good thing is is they they bring something to the table that, uh, Complement each other, and it really it, it keeps defenses on their toes, and and uh, really helps us out.
3: And I think you really need both of them playing at a high level if we're going to advance right. in the playoffs. And the
4: good thing is we got them back. I mean, we didn't have Keon for so long, and we knew what we what he could do. We've seen it. We just we needed to get him healthy.
3: Right, and he didn't have Josh healthy either. Right, so that was a huge, huge. Yep detriment yeah. to this team early yeah. in the season mm-hmm. all right that does it guys uh really appreciate it the hour flies by good luck against riverview Thank you. appreciate it. it all right we have uh football friday night we hope uh, hopefully nothing will uh get in the way of playing another friday night game because we need to get back on a regular schedule we'll be on the air at seven o'clock with a seven-thirty kickoff it's senior night manatee and riverview at joe canan field and hawkins stadium for james booth john booth Gene Brown, this is Dave Bristow again. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock until Friday night. So
8: long, everyone.
9: Thanks.
0: <laughs>